Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the episode 17 of Colors of Beauty in Business Talk Radio, where you can tune in every Friday at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on WEXP 88.3 FM at blogtalkradio.com. My name is Raina Carton. I'm your host for this show tonight. I hope all of you had a wonderful Friday and are getting ready for this weekend, because I know I am finally... In the West Coast, at least in California anyways, it has stopped raining. The sun is shining and summer is officially, well, not officially, but almost here. So (laughs) I hope that you guys are having a wonderful Friday and just enjoy that sun. So let's start out with giving a shout out to the Eon Experience for having us here tonight, as well as our sponsors, Eon H2O Water. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We love you guys for all the support that you guys have been giving us. And a quick review about what you can expect from the show is a full transparency on the life of an entrepreneur, the good and the challenges of an entrepreneur. Sorry, of an entrepreneur, (laughs) being a woman entrepreneur, and how not to get burnt out and stay healthy, the importance of your mindset, and how to cultivate it, the importance of the different skills and the energy that you may need and how to correlate them when you're on your entrepreneurial journey, the importance of social media and all the questions that you're probably wondering about and probably asking yourself, and sometimes it's difficult to get those questions answered, even when you ask other entrepreneurs. So tonight's show will be on the topic of five biggest mistakes on um, on every entrepreneur and that they make throughout their journey. So five biggest mistakes on entrepreneurship throughout their journey. So like many entrepreneurs, we start our journeys not knowing a lot of things and I'm pretty sure you'll make a dozens, maybe even hundreds of mistakes when running your startup, right? Especially if this is like the first time around. So Managing your own business may, may, like I feel, may very well be one of the hardest jobs on the planet. And I know a lot of you guys can can adhere to that and, and say, yes, it, it's probably one of the hardest jobs I, I feel like on the planet, period. But the rewards far outweigh the risks, I feel. Um, you know, you answer to yourself. You, you know, you definitely still have to make sure that you have a schedule from nine to five. Maybe even more time, you know, but they they outweigh all the risks. You will definitely lose money. You will earn money. You will learn valuable lessons and stumble along the way. But with enough patience and persistence and motivation, I feel, however, you'll be looking great. And I feel like, you know, there's nothing better than to owning your own uh, uh, business and just seeing the growth, you know what I'm saying? Um, at the end when everything is successful. So I'm going to share with you guys, here are some, um, some of the biggest mistakes I've seen and I've made uh, when launching my own companies, um, over the past couple of years. I do have another company besides my makeup company. Um, but, um, I, this is some of the things that I've paid attention to. And if I can help you, you know, we can definitely, maybe you guys can take what you guys, you know, hear off of this and maybe try to avoid them. Um, and then you can set up yourself up for success. Okay. So number one is not being focused. Um, setting clear goals 
managing your time correctly. Like this is one of the most important things. And, you know, um, I finally found my tribe and I finally took things seriously. Um, you know, when, when I started my business, my second business anyways. Um, and I feel like this is a very, very, by far the most common mistake that people make every day. It's difficult to focus on something specific when you're running a startup. Um, everything is changing so quickly, I feel, and you're passionate enough to have obviously started this. But if you really want to be successful, you have to be focused. You have to be clear and concise. Um, and you definitely have to make sure that managing your time correctly is one of those things. You know, you have to have clarity. You have to be confident. There has to be consistency and there definitely has to be communication. Um, so I feel like um, not being focused, not setting clear goals and not managing your time is just a mistake. So definitely that is my number one thing that I feel like entrepreneurs struggle in and these are the mistakes right off the top. So let's try to avoid that by all means. Um, and then the second thing I found is not accepting mistakes and moving on. So even when we do find that something's not working, we're like hitting our head against the wall, right? And we're trying to reinvent the wheel, but it, it, it's not working. So we don't move on. And from not moving on, we end up losing time and money and even more money. You see what I'm saying? So making mistakes is inevitable. Um, but things do get definitely easier, I feel, if you, like, admit them, you make changes, and you move forward. And as a leader, when you make a mistake in admitting that, it, 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 you know, when you definitely make a mistake and you're your own boss, and even if you have a team, admitting that could be one of the toughest things ever. But you're a leader, so you have to admit that. Um, and the hope would be that, you know, your peers, you know, um, will look up to you and be like, okay, you know, this is what, you know, game plan we have to do. We have to tackle this, you know, okay, you, you know, this is a mistake, you know, just let's move forward. Um, be the first one to admit your mistake and learn quickly from it. Because let me tell you, like when you're just hitting your head against the wall, you know, and, and you have products, you know, there's production. I mean, there's time frames too, you know, I mean, the list goes on and you just end up losing more money. So not accepting mistakes and moving on. I feel like that's some of the mistakes that entrepreneurs make during their journey. But if we can become a, you know, be the leader that we know that we are and accept the mistakes and move forward, then we would save ourselves so much headache and so much money. Okay. So that's number two. Number three, um, I feel like not understanding who your customers are. Now, this is a big, big one. And, oh, my God, I think I have such the toughest time on this. Um, hiring people um, and, and, and just not like a my target market, you know, not understanding who my customers were. I think I found myself or, you know, not understanding that at first. But then when I hired people and I understood my target market, then the people that I hired didn't understand the target market. So I think when I found my very first startup, I like, I didn't know my ICP, which is my ideal client profile. Um, and I didn't even know who my customers really were, but I mean, I, I knew, but I didn't know, you know, and this was my first company, my first company, and this is not even my second company, but, um, uh, but my second company, um, I feel like 
even the people that you hired, you know, that they just had a really, really hard time on social media. I'm identifying in my ICP. So, um, I feel like not understanding who your customers are would really, 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 um, you know, pull you back as far as growing, you know? Um, and I usually hear claims like, you know, we cater to everyone. Um, this is who we cater to all industries or even worse. Our customers include every person who uses X, Y, and Z. Um, but having a clear and depth understanding of who your customers are, their demographics will dramatically increase the results of your initial customer um, acquisitions, okay, and efforts um, and your profit. I, I, you know, so definitely I feel like that that is a big mistake that, you know, entrepreneurs make. They don't understand who your, you know, your customers are, who their customers are, and they don't understand what their ideal, you know, client is or, or profile client or ideal target market is. Um, and whether it be for services rendered or um, products rendered. So that, you know, it works, it could work either or, but I feel like if you don't understand who your target market is um, or your customer, your ideal customer, then really, I mean, it's just a disaster to waiting to happen. Um, and so that's another mistake that I feel like entrepreneurs definitely make um, when starting up their journey, okay? The other thing I feel that, and I, I don't see it all the time, but I do see it, um, being too cheap. Um, do not underestimate your product, people. Many entrepreneurs believe that having lower prices than the competition will result in more customers, and that is just not the fact. That does not work. I'm telling you, take it from me. Let me tell you, it is quality over quantity, people. If you know that your products are the shit, then by all means, raise that price one and two percent. My biggie, Miss Houston, has always told me, hey, you know what? When I first started, this is what I would like to see. You know, you definitely have to invest and um your people and um, and definitely making sure that you hire the, the right person. But, um, you know, you have your mentors and your coaches and your business coaches and et cetera. However, if you do not, like definitely um, don't, going back to being too cheap, do not underestimate your product. Many entrepreneurs, like I said, believe having lower prices in the competition will result in more customers, but that's not always true. On the same note, you can justify lowering your prices by thinking that you'll acquire millions of users, and like I mentioned before, okay, um, but make sure you clearly understand who your clients are. You have to target your ideal customer or your ideal uh, client profile, okay, um, and so if you're unable to acquire that many users, make sure that your pricing correlates with the revenue expectations. And now again, it goes back to understanding who your customer is. So I think that's one of the things that, that entrepreneurs definitely do all the time, being too cheap, underestimating the product. And um, I'll give you an example, I'll give you a perfect example. Okay, and, and I'm not trying to throw shade to anybody or any company, um, but, Kylie Jenner's cosmetics. You know, she 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 uh, has this uh, very very good uh, product out there, and um, you know she became a billionaire. Um, and there's other products by far more healthier on ingredients and and a cleaner product. 
Um, okay. And I know that for a fact. And, um, and she, you know, she, she raises her prices. Like, you know, I think it's, 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 you know, I think when she first started, they were pretty high, but again, she knew her target market and she knew, you know, she already had a, I feel like, um, an audience, you know, but there's other companies out there, including mine that definitely have a better product as far as ingredients goes. Okay. And so, um, I would never underestimate my product because I know the quality that it comes with. And that goes for my products, for every product out there that is organic and gluten free. That's what I say. Um, definitely you guys should try my product out, which is queencartel.com. It is organic and it is um, by far, you know, the cleanest ingredients out there. But again, we're going back to not being too cheap here. So again, like I said, don't underestimate your product, okay? Um, by, you know, lowering down your prices. And the other thing I feel that entrepreneurs actually do is being afraid of making changes, guys. This is something that I can attest to. Like, I, my God, man, but I beat myself up so much and I, and I ended up getting sick over it because I wanted to do everything all by myself. I did not want help, you know. Um, again, going back to my biggie, she said, you know, there's a point where you actually have to ask for help. You have to delegate. Um, you did well up to the point that, you know, you took it and now it's time to hire people. Okay. And make changes. Um, and so again, you know, I remember this, just thinking, oh my God, nobody's going to want to do, you know, I, no one does the stuff that I do. No one thinks like me, but you know what? I was being afraid. And at the end, I had to hire my team, you know, because I had to make those big changes. You know, I, I, I couldn't do it all by myself anymore. So again, being afraid of making changes, I feel like that is a big mistake for many entrepreneurs that go within their journey. Um, you know, I've been afraid of making them for a long time with, you know, some of my companies as well, but I finally had to realize, um, I have a working business, um, you know, and the fear of making big changes because, um, you know, the fear of running everything and I've, that I've worked so hard, you know, um, you know, and, and it was a healthy startup and, you know, then all of a sudden all these drastic changes, you know, with my products or services, um, I needed to learn and discover new things along the way, boosting my business and processes, because sometimes, you know, people, um, you would be surprised, you know, sometimes, you know, you're not doing so well because, you know, you're just, you're again, making changes and not hiring that, um, adequate and, um, that quality, you know, of your team. And so, you know, sometimes these team members, you know, that you do actually hire have, um, a, a, a breath of fresh air on, on different aspects of, you know, your departments or, um, on things that you're wanting to change. And so it's good to make a change, um, even when you don't want to, um, because they actually, some, not all, but some, and I, I, I find it more than likely as a hundred percent, um, that I've had my experiences that they actually come in with, with better ideas, you know, or just a, you know, a different take on it, you know? And so again, don't be afraid of making changes, um, whether it be hiring a team, um, you know, hiring one person to help you out, um, you know, just taking that leap of faith, you know, because sometimes you need a drastic change in order for your products to succeed. Okay. Um, and again, the best of us are very, very guilty on, um, on the silliest 
startup blunders, you know, I, I, I wouldn't, I'll admit, I mean, I think I've started so many companies and um, some of them just didn't go as I, as I, you know, as I planned and I had to shut them down. But what separates a great entrepreneur from a good entrepreneur is his or her ability to acknowledge that, you know, those mistakes and learn from them and adapt to them. Um, and in today's competitive startup landscape, it's one of the few and only guarantees for success, I feel. And so these are five tips that I could say that um, I see five mistakes that entrepreneurs make throughout their startup journeys. So um, I just kind of wanted to give you guys a, you know, my input on that and um, see if that, you know, kind of resonates with any of you guys. I will be releasing dates on a tool guide and on a lot of this, um, the shows that I, we've talked about and kind of doing like a tool guide for you guys. Um, and so if you guys would like to actually get that little tool guide, please go to my site on thecolorsofbeautyandbusiness.com. I want to thank everybody for joining the Colors of Beauty and Business tonight. And I hope for you guys to stay tuned for many more topics and the full transparency of the life of an entrepreneur and all the crazy things that we all go through and that no one tells us about. I am your host, Raina Carton, The Colors of Beauty and Business. Thank you and good night and have safe travels this weekend.